0: Tim and Susan and we love the Word and we love living real.
1: So we invite you to join us as we look at the Word this week and life this week. Hey Tim. Hey Susan. Do you hear that sound?
0: I cannot believe it. It's not the sound of silence. It's not the sound of babies laughing. It is not the sound of birds singing sweetly in the trees. No, you said We said, okay, let's sit down. We're going to record the podcast now. Get the phone ready. Get the audio ready. Get ready to hit record literally.
1: While your finger is in midair to hit record.
0: Yeah. Our neighbor came and started cutting the grass again.
1: His (laughs) grass, not ours. His
0: grass. What, What day did we record last week? We're going to have to find out. If we recorded last week at this day at this exact time, then we're going to know... That's what he does.
1: But it's multiple people cutting their grass. And here's the thing. Last
0: week it was the guy behind us. This sounds like the guy next to sideways us.
1: The neighborhood doesn't look that great. For everyone to be cutting their grass whenever we try to do a podcast. We should all
0: just be assigned a day and like do it all on the same day, and maybe it would all look good. And everybody's required to also do weed eating and edging. By the way, our weed eater is still broken. So I'm trying to do weed eating with the edging. But that's a side note. We just gotta deal with that after the podcast. So (laughs) how are so we oh wait. So we also don't have new news because we're still in stay-at-home quarantine mode. We also don't have new news because what's happening in your world? Well, the neighbor is cutting the grass again. I don't really know what else we have to say to this week.
1: Well, I was kind of worrying that, you know, hey, we don't have anything interesting to say because of <laughs> quarantine and stuff. That's
0: our life, yeah.
1: And then it hit me. What? Maybe we weren't that interesting before I, quarantine. Exactly. I want to blame we it like, on quarantine, yes. but maybe Ugh. it's just us. We are just
0: dull. I think that's it. And again, it, that goes back to last week on Facebook and last week on social media when I was looking at everybody's being all these productive people doing all these really interesting things during this time. And I'm like, nope, 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 not doing that, not doing that. You know, I'm not even out there cutting my grass right now with that guy. <laughs> Oy. So a
1: couple of quick notes.
0: Yes. Bring One something is, to the table. Yeah,
1: well, speaking of mundane and not interesting. Okay. I realized today I haven't looked at my calendar, my Google calendar, <laughs> in two weeks' time.
0: Wow. In the last
1: two weeks, I have not looked at my that's Google calendar. That's
0: amazing for you. Like, that's amazing.
1: Well, you have to understand that, that I have... Like fifteen to twenty different Google calendars that different yeah. parts of the church, different people that you I have share like personal calendars. calendars with.
0: Like church I've got calendars, multiple seven, personal yeah, calendars
1: yeah. And so I've got calendars all over the place. When this thing started, like, all of that stuff was useless. Right. So I made another new Google Calendar called Corona Time. Get
0: out of here. Quarantine
1: Time or whatever. And I realized... There should
0: be nothing on it. Well,
1: basically, there's not. As far as I know, I hope not. Now, I did miss an appointment last week.
0: You did? Yeah,
1: because I forgot to look at it. It was a Zoom call that I probably didn't mind missing. Oh, okay. Missing, but I'm like, oh... I haven't looked at a calendar in that's two true. weeks' time.
0: Do you know what I did when, you know, because this started the end in like middle of March, late late middle of March, and I still had March calendar out because I'm a paper calendar girl, so like I needed my desk calendar. So I went through and I knew that that's how things were going to be. So the rest of March, I literally took a pencil and did that sideways slant through every single item that was on the, I was like, shoo, 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 just cross them all off, right? So I turned it off when we got to March the 31st. I pulled the page. I got to my April 1st calendar. I looked at it and I was like, Yeah, we're still at -at stay-at-home mode here for the whole thing. I crossed every single one of those things out. Now, I could have just gone and erased them because I always write them in pencil. But there was something cathartic and significant in my life that I was saying, these things are actually not going to happen.
1: Now, there's, there's a couple of different ways you could have done that. Yes. You could have X'd the day. I could have. You could have X'd the appointment. Could. Or you could have X'd the entire month. Which way did you go?
0: I went across the entire box. Of the day.
1: The day, yeah. The day. So you X corner the day. Corner to
0: corner across the so day. So
1: you didn't do individual items and you no. didn't do the entire month. Nope,
0: I just did the whole day. It's okay. as if these days do not even exist. <laughs> I just didn't. Well, I did. As far tell friend, as I know, I know, they don't. And like I have told many friends, I was gonna say a friend, but I've told several friends. Like I would just like to turn the page and get to May first. But that is several reasons in the month of April that I just needed to get past April and get into May first, along with stay at home and quarantine. So I think mentally, it was just really good for me to do that as well. Like none of this counts. This whole month doesn't count. <laughs> That's also why I still have not cleaned the closet, which is becoming a really big joke because eventually I'm going to clean the closet, but some of it is because this month doesn't even count. So if I never get it done in April, who cares? I wake up May 1st and I'm like, oh yeah, today I'm gonna clean the closet. And then I feel like I haven't missed anything, you know?
1: (laughs) All right, what else you
0: got? Sorry, I got distracted by the calendar thought.
1: This is bigger, and I probably should have told you this before.
0: Oh, great, okay. My finger is on the pause button.
1: I want to be a polar explorer.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. You do that. That's all I have to say about that. Like, okay. I mean, like, there's so, like, I could be, yeah. I have nothing to say about that. So I'm listening to an audio book that
1: that is about... Um, people who are exploring both the North Pole okay. and the South Pole okay. at the same time, two different groups of people yeah i 'm like not Be the very impressive if yeah. it was the same guy doing it at the same time okay. but i 've read a couple other books yeah, from from polar exploration, and like that seems really cool so to speak. Yeah. So I don't necessarily. I think it's also,
0: you're kind of in a dreamland right now where you're like thinking like, what's the furthest place I can go from my house? And then you're like the North pole. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe the South pole. Yeah. And like, that's, you just have a dream about being far from your house. What did you say this morning? You said this morning.
1: Before? I don't know. Do we want this recorded? Yeah. That's funny.
0: So Tim was getting ready to head to church to work for a few hours. Um, Cause he is working at home. A lot. It's probably half and half. You probably work at church half your time and the week and half at home. So, anyhow, I was getting ready to leave this morning, and you said, I just really want to take a road trip to Texas, like through Texas. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? I felt I like just it wasn't too far like, away. That's the most bizarre idea. I just wanted to take a road trip anywhere, like <laughs> anywhere. We could drive to Jackson, Mississippi right now, and it would be like, road trip like we would have to pack sandwiches have a picnic blanket i mean like anything would be a road trip
1: so you're you're down for the south pole
0: i don't care yeah 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 yeah. i'll go with it and i'll be like yes i support you in all your endeavors of exploring the south pole because i know that it will never actually happen
1: i don't think i could be a mountain climber like i don't think i could climb everest you
0: think you might have started a little bit younger than now (laughs) you think (laughs) i mean i can't even say like you're right and And if you listen to previous episodes we're already 57 and 60 like that's previous episode joke y'all you gotta catch in there i'm
1: not saying that it's easy yeah but i'd like you know i'd like to give it a shot
0: i'm gonna save some money but it is never gonna be to go to the south pole or the north north pole but you do what you feel called to do
1: it would be cool yeah it would be fun it would be a story to tell.
0: Yeah, you're right. All right. We,
1: we'd have an opener for our next <laughs> yeah, episode right. of the If podcast. between
0: now and next week you visit either of the polls, <laughs> let us know. We will have a special edition podcast for that.
1: All right. So. That's what we have there. Let's take a break. Is that all right?
0: Wow. Okay, break already. That's all we got. That's all we brought. Let's take a break. Okay, now we get back to the portion that is typically the middle portion, which is like the meat of the podcast, where we do our semi exegetical adventuring things of being in the Word and exegeting and explaining and talking about and discussing. Today, we're going to be more semi than we are exegetical. Is that true?
1: It's possible. We have so much adventure on the front side talking about my trip to antarctica it's
0: true that's true okay so i just want to explain like that is the name and typically we do point to the word but i don't know that we have that in this episode so i don't want people to be disappointed or think that we think this is like the word of god just because we're saying it
1: i don't think anybody thinks
0: (laughs) i don't think so either so what do you have what do you have for the meat of our podcast today
1: I don't know about the meat of the podcast, but for this section... Of the weight,
0: (laughs) the weightiness, something in seriousness of life.
1: Can I just talk straight for a minute?
0: Well, that's probably what this section's for then. Uh, And I genuinely don't know what you're going to say in this right now.
1: (laughs) Well, I think we've talked about how much we enjoyed social media and the conversation yes. at the beginning of yes. the quarantine yes. and how we have felt it getting heavier and heavier as time goes by. Yeah, And I just think that the the heaviness just grows. And, and I don't know what you hear when, when I say heavy, but okay. it is, I don't know, it's wearing me out. Um, some of is, that
0: heaviness now, what, the heaviness that I was feeling last week in last week's episode, I was talking about how it was really that, that growing, um, comparison and expectations and what you're getting done and what you're accomplishing and who you are being in the middle of stay at home is yeah, how, what I felt me, a heaviness. It's,
1: for me, it's, it's, we we've moved to 94% of the internet is yeah. blaming people. Ooh, it's blaming yes, people it for what's going on. Yeah. And, and Let's
0: I'll... take a moment and blame some people right
1: now. <laughs> well, we have get... this
0: platform. Let's blame some people.
1: <laughs> well, I just think I'll just be, again, I think some of that talk, a lot of that talk mm-hmm. is wearing me out because it's just pure conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. is just all of this blame. Now, I think that there's a couple of things. I think our leaders have to do a better job. Mm -hmm. I think that they have to be more effective at speaking to doubters. Mm -hmm. There are people who don't understand why we have to stay at home. They don't understand why this works. Why there's a difference between this and the flu. And I think that our leaders need to hear that that's the conversation. Mm -hmm. And they need to speak directly to those issues and say, listen, I know that there's a lot of people saying, why do we have to do this? And let me just stop and say, I hear that concern. I hear that worry. But Here's the reason why we have to keep doing it. This is the difference that it's making. I think that the other thing is that they have to do a better job of creating a pathway forward. Mm -hmm. Now, I think in the last week, I think President Trump has done this with Mm -hmm. the three phases phases, that I think that are data-driven. And I think that it says, listen, you can follow along at home. When you see these statistical things happen, which means this is what's happening around us, then you can expect that this phase is going to happen yep, and that yep. phase. Uh, I think that that and is I think outstanding. You're
0: absolutely right. When it's statistical and it's analytical and you see the numbers that this is the cases and these are what the doctors have said and this is what they have found and this is positives and this is negatives and those trends, there's not an opinion of like, well, I, thi- I feel like we
1: should open yeah. up
0: or I feel like we shouldn't open up. Well, this is the path to open and it's based on, Numbers that are going to come.
1: But we and need that. Yeah, we, we no, need that. I, I think it's really good. We, we, we're we five to six weeks into this. Right. And we're okay for a little while.
0: Right, right. But we
1: have to, and we can even be okay for longer. Mm-hmm. But what we need is we need to know that there's a path exactly. out of this. Exactly.
0: We're not just in and, this. And leaders until... need to
1: say, listen, we're not on that path yet, but here's where the path right. begins and here's, and, and I think that, I'm just going to call for all of our leaders to do a better job mm-hmm. of speaking to doubters, mm-hmm. giving us a pathway forward, and I think acknowledging those frustrations. Mm-hmm. I think you've got to say, this is hard. Right. This is the hardships. Right. I understand that I hear that. And I think, I think a lot of the leaders are, are doing that. Right. But you've got to understand.
0: Because this is not you slamming the leaders. This is just saying these are things that are helpful when we hear all to the leaders', leaders voices
1: there the there pandemic of distrust that's going right, on. Right, that's right. And
0: and it was completely gone. Like, that was not there. The whole spirit of social media and of the people and the conversations you heard, it just was gone. It was hidden for a little while. It was. It just wasn't there. It was just, and that, I think I had put this on Facebook probably, I don't know, in the last seven days or something. Like Facebook had been this really great place to be and hang out and find community and feel like you weren't in this alone. And now it's like, I would like to just walk away. i probably had more people say, I'm taking a social Media break. I can't take yeah. this anymore, which is really strange since the only where only place that you're getting a lot of yeah. people interaction is on social media and on Facebook and on Instagram and so in those relationships. Be a growth
1: in social media distancing.
0: Yes, the people tired. have just chosen. Like I'm not doing this, yeah. and I will text my friends, but I'm not. I'm out. I can't. do I think this.
1: some of the reason why this this distrust is growing, that this this harshness is yeah. growing, is because we have a need to blame somebody. Yes. And I think that as I watch this, I'll be careful with the word blame here, but, but I think people are attributing this mm-hmm. in different places. And so I, I think that there was an early phase, and some of this phase still continues, that says this is God. Yeah. This is a plague from God. This yes. is a punishment from God. This is a judgment we from gotta God. We got to fix our And and I want to be careful lives, with that. Nation, I, I think God yeah. can say that when he wants to say that. Mm-hmm. I can't put words in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I do know that God is control of all things. Mm-hmm. And I do know that he can use all things. Mm-hmm. And I certainly believe that he has an agenda that he wants to see unfold in the world. Mm-hmm in our churches, in our nation, in my life, in our family, in this time. Right. So God is at work in this. I don't necessarily know that God pushed the button and made this mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. I think there are some people that said this is from God. Right. That's what happened. Right. I think there's another phase where people says this is them. They did this.
0: And who's the they? They don't well, know, but it's not it's no, not No, they
1: they here's the thing. This is the place where I, where I think yeah. the they is anyone that they don't like, Mm -hmm. anyone Mm -hmm. that they don't trust, Mm -hmm. whether it be media, whether it be a political party, whether it be immigrants, Mm. whether it be social media, they have just determined all of these people that I don't trust. Yeah. This is their fault. They're the ones who did it.
0: That is true. Nobody turns and looks at their best friend. Nobody turns and looks at that person they trust the most and says, you did this. Yeah. That's true. I I, hadn't thought about that. Yeah. So we blame the people that we don't. But my
1: thought on this is if you are processing Mm. a worldwide pandemic by just blaming the people that you've been blaming for everything else in the world for the last 20 years.
0: Right, right.
1: That may not be the best way to approach it, Mm -hmm. and that's probably a terrible way to deal with a medical pandemic, to just say, who have I blamed for everything else in the world for the last 20, 30 years? I bet you they're responsible for this because when we're (laughs) doing that, we are being lazy in how we're handling that. Okay, stronger than I really intended to be, but we're being lazy <laughs> in how we intended to handle that. And by the way, mm-hmm. the real, the real culprit, yes, as, as OJ would say, the real killer mm-hmm. is being ignored because. The, because we're so busy just falling back on our old right, things. Right,
0: right. No, so, I just, I will say with that, Jordan and, Jordan and Lindsay were at church on Sunday um, for our service, and they really got, they got an earful of me from on that level, though, because I just think exactly what you said. Like, we're just going to blame them. And like, this is a worldwide pandemic. And if we're going to point fingers and blame and do all that, then, it went across the entire world there's not a country there's not a people there's not a people group there probably are in some small villages in other Antarctica. countries that, okay in the polar regions that you want to go to exploring they probably are fine there you know but otherwise it's been we know people affected around the world and i just think it wasn't just like, oh, they tried to get the United States. So that's And I think just thing.
1: one more piece to that. So who do we blame? You know, is this the, the, the work of God? Is this the work of them? Yeah. They did this. And, and I would just say that I think it's the work of... Mm-hmm brokenness
0: yes we oh my we gosh live, we, you and i have not even talked like we have not talked this deep about this yeah that's exactly what i said sunday
1: it, we, we it live is. in a world that's yes. broken by sin yes and all disease yes all yes. stuff is the result of brokenness right cancer heart disease right. Uh, right all those things you know maybe we could cut back on the oreos on the heart disease but, <laughs> you're right but there's a lot we of things we do contribute to ourselves sometimes <laughs> but there are Ooh. so many things yes 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 that it's just the brokenness of this world which goes back to sin yes. and rebellion against God but this is not the way God People have such a did. hard
0: time saying that because they do we as human beings want to have someone or something to blame so when we just say it's the brokenness of the world basically we're saying like my sin the sin of like the world like this is brokenness that's happened or we don't have a reason. We don't understand why some things happen. And people want a reason. And that's when they begin to point fingers. Because right. they want something and somebody to blame. It just makes them feel better. And it's pretty now sure it's not exactly my fault. It's somebody else's yes. fault. And, and so we just yes. fall
1: back on this list of people that we cannot stand. Right. And we've been blaming them for everything. And yeah. so there's good. So, that but the was more of
0: heavy-weightedness that you're bringing here. The, but but <laughs> the
1: more of that. I mean, every morning I, you know, I get up. And this is probably my problem. Yeah. I get up and I look at my phone. I check the news. I check this stuff. And it's just getting worse. And worse, and and I think from a spiritual standpoint, it's not all true, right? And and God doesn't bless, yeah, when we chase stuff that's not true, right? And when we when we chase stuff that's not true, and we blame, yeah, and we attack. Do
0: you remember that is
1: not honorable to God?
0: No no do you remember that brian sent you a song last night so there's a shout he out did. to brian he said and there was oh i wish i could remember it now i didn't pull it up but it was something about like when we eat the lies when we take in the lies like what comes out like oh i can't remember but anyhow there's it a was song a bad brian, thing it was a bad thing okay, bad so things when happen lies, when we like take things. in these lies that are you know are happening so um all right anything else on that
1: the- all right, the last bit was just a little bit abrupt because the phone was about to die, but here we go. Uh, that was my <laughs> rant and rhythm for the week. Uh, what What's your rant and rhythm for the week?
0: I don't really have a rant or a rhythm for the week. Well, I have a rhythm for the week, and it is not cleaning out the closet, but I don't have a rant uh, for the week. But I have been contacted by probably three or four moms, actually two moms today, who reached out and just sent a note of like, I can't do this I cannot do this and um, or some of it's like I really love doing this and what I'm talking about is suddenly the need to educate and homeschool your kids at okay. home. and some of them are like homeschooling their kids through packets of material that got sent home with their kids right, some of them right. are doing it online where they still go online and have zoom meetings with their teachers some of them are um, online with computers and information and classes and stuff that the teachers have set up but the parents are still doing oversight to make sure are you covering these key concepts and these core concepts there are
1: different age group kids i would say different
0: age group kids i would say that the parents that i have talked to have been like kindergarten through 10th grade you know so just uh, yeah i'm like pretty much all the grades except for the seniors but the seniors were pretty well done with their they didn't have any more educating to happen or to go um but i think i just wanted to talk about the home education happenings right now and i think the first thing that i was thinking First of all, if you are listening and you are a mother or a father, a parent of somebody who suddenly you find yourself for the months of the end of March, you know, two weeks in March, all of April, and probably two weeks in May, I suppose, um, educating your kid or children, your child or children, I just want to say, like, you can do this. I think just a word of encouragement of, like, you can do this. You know your child the best. You know what makes them tick and what doesn't make them tick. Now, sometimes that actually makes it harder in the quote homeschool classroom setting. Um, But also, you know, and you know, you know. I don't. I don't know. I think that's it. Just like you can do this. You can do this. Uh, There are thousands. How many people do you think in the United States? I mean, I don't know. Like that suddenly have that suddenly have their kids at home. I mean, hundreds of thousands, millions. millions? I mean, I don't know if we're reaching millions or not. Kids that are suddenly not. Not on our
1: podcast, but.
0: No, and not in our house, (laughs) you know, but that are suddenly having to figure out education for your kids. And you are suddenly in charge of this. Right for the rest of the school year, um, and I think in all of that,
1: and you care how this turns out. Yeah, both. Yes, because yes. it's going to impact the the structure of your home and your kids' future and yeah. what happens in the next six months in yeah. their life, how they fill their days. This really does matter.
0: Exactly, and I think that I think that there are some parents out there who are doing this and they are really struggling with it. And I'm just going to say it's going to be okay, even if you struggle with it till the third week of may you know what it's going to come out okay in the end in the long run i don't know what the big picture looks like but it's going to be okay and there are some parents who feel like they are knocking it out of the ballpark right now and you know what that's going to come to an end as well (laughs) by the third week of may here i don't it's probably longer in other states by the first week of june it's going to be done and this year is going to be done so the
1: school year always ends it
0: does it's good there's an end to it whether you love it or hate it or struggle with it or
1: so our Growing resume, it. and when I say our resume, I mostly mean your resume, yes. is that you have about 20 years of homeschooling between our two kids.
0: I guess so. I mean, some of them were at the same time. Right. <laughs> I didn't homeschool for 20 years. No, but, That's a really long time. But, but cumulative you, yeah. grades spent So you've
1: done this for spent. a long time. I Early have. elementary. Yes. Got them all the way through high school. Yes. Um, yes. And I, I think in all of that time, as the dad who would come home, the mm-hmm. dad who would visit... You know the school setting. Come home for lunch and things right. like that. It you was, were the
0: principal too. <laughs> it
1: it was not an easy process. We no. we were convinced this is what we were supposed to do. Right. We convinced it was the best approach for our kids.
0: Yes, not for every kid, not for every but house. For but for our kids, for our family, yes. Uh uh-huh.
1: We felt it was the best. That's right. But it was hard.
0: Yeah, there were. It was, yes. it
1: was hard, and, yes. and it was a great deal of frustration. So even though uh, Susan has done this for a long time, even though Susan has a master's degree in special education, even though we we were structured like to we're educated
0: and experienced to do this, this
1: was hard. So it if was. anyone is, you <laughs> know, if you have any sense of like, I don't know if I'm supposed to do this or if I can do this because this is really really yeah. hard, I'm going to lose my mind.
0: Yeah. Oh there are days you are going to lose your mind. You are absolutely <laughs> going to lose your mind. But
1: there was not a week that I didn't <laughs> that you didn't call me and tell me I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, yeah. And when I say weak, I mean dead. I mean, no,
0: I don't think that happened every day, but I would say certain grade levels and certain places where your kids are at are just harder than others. Listen, that's just true. And there know? were
1: sections of school, and I don't want to take away your, your notes, yeah. but, but there were sections of school that were easy for you to do.
0: Right. And there were Because sections they're in of, my strengths.
1: And, and in your kids' strengths. In the
0: kids' and strengths, there were there yes. were
1: sections of it that were really, really hard. Yes. You know, Still to this day, I think our kids would come home and study literature with you. Right. They loved it. Yes, you were, I loved it. Yes. You were great at yes. it. If you glance upon a math book together uh, yes. ever again, yeah. Yeah. you may never speak today, to it. Today, okay,
0: this was one of the pers- – and I don't think Ashley minds me calling her out, but my friend Ashley texted me today, and she sent me a picture of her son's math homework, and he's in ninth grade – ninth grade. and Tenth grade? No, he's in ninth grade. Come on, I can't believe it. I'm, I don't know, yeah. Anyhow, I don't know what grade he's in right now because he's not currently in school. He's at home with the family. <laughs> um, but she sent me a picture she's like, I mean, if he gets stuck on this, I have no way to help him. And I'm like, yes. That is true. That is my life with math. Um, that's also, and I told her that's also why we paid and hired out for other math classes and other math teachers and online math things to teach him because you have to know your strengths. Yeah, we which did a lot of online of my, math stuff. Yeah, that's not part of my strength. But um, well, I had four things. I have, I have eight things, actually, so we'll keep them moving here. But I have four things that are <laughs> different in emergency schooling than in homeschooling. Okay, Because I think current situation is emergency schooling. Yes. And I think that there are some people out there who suddenly are getting this idea of like, oh, this is homeschooling. Either I love it, I want to do it forever, or I hate it, why would I ever want to be a homeschooler? Um, so I think that I have four things that are different in emergency schooling than in homeschooling, in regular homeschooling. And then I have four helpful hints that I just have from the years of experience. So, Okay, first of all, things that are different in emergency schooling than in regular homeschooling is that when you homeschool and choose to homeschool, whenever you decide that in the school year, you have the opportunity to get a full curriculum. Right. Right now, these parents are dealing with whatever they may have been given from the school, sometimes nothing or making it up on their own or sometimes a fuller curriculum. But when you decide to homeschool, you actually go online and you order all the curriculum and it includes the student book and it includes the teacher book with the answers in it it includes sometimes an instruction guide of how to go through this lesson you have um i mean we did biology one and two with our dissecting kits and you ordered like we ordered our fish and all of our tools and our little lab thing to dissect our fish on the back porch it was stinky because the formaldehyde do you remember this at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, or you were at work. But, <laughs> you know, um, but you you. There was have... some
1: weird stuff that came in the mail at our house that it year. It was. It was. No, it I, was, did not like no that.
0: I like that. No, I don't remember. We dissected the frog and the fish and a crawfish which we didn't we didn't buy the crawfish because we could just ask Darlene for a crawfish from her crawfish pond and she literally gave me 3 and we just dissected <laughs> those 3 crawfish. I wasn't spending money on a crawfish at that point. Um so but like you have plans for 180 days. That's what's happening, you know. And you
1: get to start on day 1.
0: And you get to start on day 1. I mean, starting
1: yes. on day 79 is not easy. Oh, it or was pat- day like 120. Day one, yeah,
0: exactly. That's that's so.
1: really really hard. Yep.
0: My second point that this is different homeschooling emergency schooling different than homeschooling is that we had co-ops
1: we had yeah, co-ops yeah. we had
0: co-ops we had <laughs> groups that met you have friends you get to get together you you taught at the co-op it was on fridays I and did. you taught on friday afternoons because you worked half day on fridays and then you would go to the co-op you taught history classes because yep. you were a history a major um and they were just you get to sit in a classroom the teachers have breaks but the kids you, there are some subjects that you may not be good at, some subjects you want your kids to have electives with. I think Adam took some English classes. He took some art classes. He, took, um, he was in the choir. And sometimes there were, they were, they were no
1: that, pressure classes. It yeah, didn't taught, matter what their grade what was. Class, wasn't what history test.
0: class did you teach? It yeah. was like the top 100. We took the 100
1: most influential people. In America. And then I added me to the top.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like that was just one semester, that's the class you taught. Yeah. You know. So there were co-ops and opportunities for co-ops. That's not currently happening because if it were, your kid would still be in school. <laughs> you know, so yeah. that's just a different way, um, to do it. That also kept socialization happening. They had some homeschool proms. They would have some homeschool. They didn't have homecoming because that was pretty much staying home. You know, but like they yeah, were just it social. Staying, it yeah. was home staying. <laughs> but there was, you know, there were just opportunities like that. My third difference is that there were also, um, there were field trips. Like, currently, in emergency schooling, there are no field trips. It kind of goes with co-op, but we took field trips. You could go to the grocery store and see the back of the grocery store where they do the deli and bakery things. You could go into the butcher section and see how they did the meat. You could go into the bread baking factory. You could go to the fire station and do—you could go to the space center, Stennis Space Center, and— you had field trips. You got out. That's where that socialization came in. That's where the change up in your days came in, where you could leave the house. And yeah,
1: and sometimes, like you did Florida history, and yes. so we went to St. Augustine. We did. And we stopped at a we couple a other places on the way there. back. We went
0: to Indian Mounds, we went to the state capitol, we went to St. Augustine. That's part of what you build into your Yeah, and you get to choose time. that stuff and exactly. build it around there. Yes. Yeah. And, and I just say these things because I, w- I don't want everybody to get this idea of like, we're suddenly homeschooling and we hate this. Because the reality is, this is not quite the full picture of what homeschooling looks like. You are schooling at home, but that's different, you know. Um, and my final thing, and it's not the only way, but I just came up before, things that are different in emergency schooling is that um, we wanted to do school that way. And I was called to be the teacher. Yeah. And I think in this situation, like, many, many people out there, this was not what they felt called to do. This is not – that's the whole idea of emergency schooling. Like, you suddenly have this responsibility into your lap that you did not want or ask for.
1: At the end of every single year, at least for the first five or six years – we, we would come to this time of year yeah. and there would be this, are we really supposed to do this again? Right, right.
0: And we would Well, you re-evaluate. said that with a lot of dread. You were like, are we really supposed well, to do Well, because I we think did?
1: that you did. You figured, were always yes. worried that the kids weren't, I think I always learning. felt
0: like they weren't getting enough. They Am I doing enough? Are we educating enough? And then we would enough? get the
1: standardized tests and we would find out, okay, we did okay this year. Right, they, they did right. fine and that would, but at the end of every year there was this second guessing until right. finally we just got to the point where I kind of got to the point of yeah. no, this, this is, is what working. we're doing. Yes. We're, we're not second guessing this every single right. time. But And so because of that, we did come to the place where every year we had gone through this mm-hmm. and said, are we going to do this? We do and we finally came to the place. Okay, no, we know until God says do something different. Exactly. We know this. We will
0: We'll do this yeah
1: but if we hadn't known that yes we would have dropped it
0: right because it right. is oh hard. no that's right it, it is hard yes
1: and so we, we have...
0: i never listen i never 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 even when we i mean growing up when we dated when we got married when we got pregnant with our first kid i mean adam was coming there was never this conversation you and i ever had a day where we said, well, we're going to raise our children and homeschool them too, right?
1: Right. You said, Never. I overheard you tell somebody that we were thinking about homeschooling or that you were thinking about yeah. homeschooling. And uh, I remember that was a, a doozy of a conversation when we got home. Yeah, because, yeah. Because...
0: It was um, never, No, that is not never. on our radar. No, 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 never. So, and then, I mean, look what happened. It wasn't because of an emergency situation, but there were extenuating circumstances that we felt very much called to it, and then we did, you know. Right. But I think the biggest difference is just people have to know, if you're currently in this situation and you're really struggling, it's okay. This is not how actual 180-day homeschooling choice life looks. This is emergency schooling and it's just not going to look the same. And that's okay. That's okay. Um, so four helpful hints that I have for anyone who is either homeschooling, thinking about homeschooling because they enjoy emergency schooling, or if you're in the process of emergency schooling, I think I just made that up, but I do believe that it's accurate to what's actually happening.
1: Sounds good to does me. That, does yeah, that work? Yeah, Will yeah. you
0: take that? Will you, yeah. okay. uh The first thing is to wake up and be ready for the day. Yeah. I know that sounds really crazy because people, you see it all the time, like jokes like, we homeschool in our pajamas. We homeschooled my kids haven't brush their teeth till two o'clock. We homeschooled and we just hung out on the back porch all day and didn't do anything. And I'm like, that's all fine. There's some room for some of that. But I'm going to say the best advice I can give you to making a successful homeschool day is to wake up and be ready for the day. Um, It doesn't matter what time you decide, you might decide we're gonna wake up and have our teeth brushed and breakfast and beds made and everything by 10 o'clock in the morning. It doesn't matter as long as it's consistent in a routine of 10 o'clock Every morning, you know, four mornings a week, five mornings a week. Um, And that's
1: consistent with what people have been saying about keeping our sanity at stay at home. Right,
0: right. Get
1: dressed every day. Right. Uh, You don't have to dress up every day, but your, your day does need to have a starting point.
0: Exactly. And that way, and partly why I say this, especially right now in these days of the emergency schooling, is your kids lost their routine
1: Yeah, we think focus, it's hard yeah. for
0: us we think it's hard as grown-ups to figure out how do i work from home how do i balance what i have to do how do i get groceries how do i keep my family safe listen these kids no matter what age they are they're trying to figure out what's my new routine now they may not actually be able to think through what's my new routine how does this look What what's happening why is this crisis but there's some kids who really need that routine
1: and they may even they may need it and fight it
0: yeah exactly oh absolutely i mean that happens every day whether you're
1: <laughs> whatever <laughs> the situation your kids are going
0: to fight that you know um i just think because it helps your kids in what they're doing um and it helps you too as the teacher as the parent um secondly use the online resources i mean there are so many things right now they have art classes offered for free at the metropolitan in new york they have you can go look at the zoos you can walk through the zoos you can go look at the museums you can do um the natural, like somebody was looking at the like old faithful and go through the national parks and like so many online resources yeah. in that way. There are math lessons to look at. There's math exercises. There are apps that are free right now that they're opening up for free. There are so many online resources that we didn't have. There's even people who just sit and read books in the evening. Like, I'm going to read a bedtime story. And like every night they read a book. And you yeah. know what? People that kids, people online on Facebook do that. And I'm like, that just gives the parents. Five-minute break to be like, hey, you're, I mean, Whitney does that three days a week at two o'clock. You know, Whitney's world comes on. And I think it's just this moment for the parents to step away and be like, oh, okay. Here's I'm another gonna, voice. I'm yeah. going to renew myself, rejuvenate, refresh. I'm just taking a step back and letting something else teach for this few minutes. And I think that's a really helpful thing. Um Also, third, I'm going to say. Whether this is now or homeschooling always or emergency homeschooling, find online resources to let in fellow parents. If you can't do co-op right now, what happened is I was really good at teaching literature and English. I say that in a bragging way, but I'm just gonna say I'm really good at teaching English and literature and high school literature and I loved it. And my sister could not do that for her, um, for her daughter at the time um, when she was sick and everything. So we would Skype twice a week. Now you can FaceTime, now you can Zoom, now you can whatever you can do. Um, back then, way back then it was just Skype. And we would Skype in and I would teach the lessons. And I think that you have to connect with other parents. There might be somebody who's really good at teaching math lessons. You know what? Twice a week, hook up with them on... No, that sounds not right. Sorry, little PG-13 there. Um, You know, connect with them online and... Find a way that they can teach that lesson and then maybe you might be able to teach a different lesson. Does that make sense? It does. I don't know. <laughs> he's giving me a look, y'all. If you can see the look he's giving me. Um, but I just think you have to find who has strengths in what. It's basically like an online co-op that you could do. Um, and then fourth, I just have um, to have expectations. And I have some things like expect your kids and your students to learn. Like don't shrug it off because it's not what you want to do or because it's hard. Expect that they're going to learn. Um, give tests. Give grades, have them do do-over work if it's not up to expectation. If they don't do well at it, keep at it. I think that Adam, I don't know how many times he had to do math over, oh like my goodness. a lot. He had to do math over a lot because it just wasn't up to expectation. He didn't need to get an A, but he needed to get a passing grade. <laughs> so it was like, I graded it, do it over. Let's do this lesson over, do this over. Um, have the expectations. Like that is what happens in school. And that's also what happens in the real world.
1: And you get to celebrate when you meet those expectations. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Sometimes we're like, okay, good. Now we're done. Yeah, go to your yeah. room so we don't have to look at each other right now. That's just an honest moment. It's true.
1: Because that was a trouble spot.
0: Yeah. Um, expect that it's going to take preparation and time out of your 24-hour day. It's going to do that. Um, but your day is going to go more smoothly if you plan and prep before oh, the next sure. day or before, the, you know, for the week or something. Um, expect. Hey. Go ahead.
1: And you will get better at it.
0: You will, you will. And the amount and of have preparation really smooth will get days small, and shorter. then you'll have really horrible days, you know. But expect that this is not forever. And that kind of goes with the other one we said. But you might love it, you might hate it, you might dread it, but know that it's not going to last forever. Um, expect that it will end. And listen, make a calendar. How many days of school are there left right now? How many days do you have to fulfill to get your hundred and eighty-eight days in for your parish or your county? Make a calendar, peel off a page. Make their little rings. What are those rings? Those construction yeah, paper chains. You should chains. take one apart. The, yeah, yeah, the construction paper chains. So how, many days, chain. make so the big how chain. many days you have? Take a chain. Like, watch it finish up. You yeah, know, light do it something. on fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like kids do. They used to burn their books huh, at the end of the thing. So um, that's it. I've talked a really long time about homeschool. Sorry. I bet
1: that's helpful to some folks, though. I
0: hope so. And I've tried to talk faster so I can get through it because it was a lot of information. But I just, as a wrap-up, just like, you are the parent. You do know your child best, and you can do this. I think it's just an encouragement to say. So, Um, we should stop for a second, take a break. That was a lot of talking. (laughs) We're going to come back with Wrongs and Strongs.
1: you ever think about what's wrong in the world and what's strong in the world?
0: I do, at least on a weekly basis.
1: <laughs> well, let me run through a couple of the ones that I have in mind.
0: What are you going to start with?
1: I'm going to start with my strong.
0: Wow. Okay, that's so unusual for you. You always <laughs> like to leave on a positive note. So,
1: <laughs> Well, my strong just isn't really that complex. Uh, my strong is that we continue to just have some really interesting conversations about what church is going to look mm. like going forward. That's and so good season. I'm, I'm a... Yeah person who likes to look forward. So uh, we try to figure out how the best we can do church now, what it's going to be like to do church when we come back, where we want our church to be in six months. And so it's really kind of a blank whiteboard that we get to think about it. And it's really is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And so we're, we're digging into that. I can't promise that we're going to get it right, Mm -hmm. uh, but we're digging into it and it's been It's been strong.
0: And as a side note, you really like a good whiteboard, too. Oh,
1: I love me a whiteboard. I mean,
0: you are like the whiteboard champion of whiteboards. I think you added one in every room in the office, in the church office. Yes. (laughs) And you have one in your office? I do. And you have one in the conference room? Yes. And the other conference room?
1: Well, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: We were, The weather was so nice, we yes. thought about having staff meeting outside the other day. Oh, okay. But I'm like, how are we going to get a whiteboard out here? Yeah, yeah,
0: that would be a complication. <laughs> You'd like your whiteboard. Okay,
1: so, and my wrong okay. is in this season of trying not to touch things, Yes, um, you still have to go in the store and you're trying to figure out, okay, what's the easiest way for me to manage this transaction right. without... Touching things right. as much as possible, so I have not used Apple pay. no,
0: we have not hardly at all. I've never, but used I'm like,
1: it. I know that it's there. Yeah, I haven't really trusted it because I really haven't needed one new avenue of how to spend money. yeah, but you know i'm I'm thinking, you know what?
0: And we're typically I would say as an interjection, we're typically cash life. We just live with our cash, like our little. Divided categories of cash And when it's gone It's gone So that's partly why We haven't done Apple Pay Yeah
1: But in this season I'm like you know what
0: No cash Yeah we gotta
1: Apple Pay is out there It's touchless So the other day, we were a little bit away from town. We were about 20 minutes away from yeah. town. Yeah. And we needed gas. And, of course, because we're 20 minutes away from town, yeah. we also need to get snacks. I mean, yes, it's a long of drive Of course,
0: it is. Back. 20 minutes. I mean, so, plus we were out. We were like, oh, we can get a snack yeah. while we're going. It was a road trip. It was like we went to Texas <laughs> or the North Pole.
1: <laughs> so I go through there, and I'm like, I'm going to do Apple Pay. I don't remember exactly how yeah. to do it. But basically, the principle is you don't have to touch anything. So I swipe the phone. It works. Beautiful. But I get there and I have to touch that, I agree to the amount.
0: Oh. I have
1: to touch some other button. Like
0: to accept Which the or something. Which apparently I
1: touched the wrong button there because oh. it canceled it. I had to do it over again. Have to touch that button. Have to touch that button. Oh. And then they want me to still sign this and thing. And the
0: buttons are the worst. I mean, that's the whole thing. Is like you don't want to have to I'm touch like, the buttons at I are might registered. as well
1: shared a snorkel with a guy sitting next to me. <laughs> like what on earth is this? Like, I'm going to use that thing. line <laughs> as
0: a point. It's as bad. You might as well have shared a snorkel with the guy. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I like that. You're like, right. The whole thing is I thought it like was just whole, like wave over it, it so it is then but
1: the the pays. thing still wanted me to touch oh. touch stuff like and I told the guy I'm like the whole point of this is not to do this. Right. So he ended up touching them for me, and for my signature, he just wiped yeah. his finger across there. And then you completely there.
0: hand sanitized. Yeah, but and I then mean, when that was just—it was the just snacks. ridiculous. Yeah, that was. For and the it snacks. made me mad. Okay, okay, it was very wrong. It was wrong. I feel wrong about that. Um. So then afterwards, you did go and put the gas in the gas tank, but then we paid at the pump for that, and we wear glove. You wear gloves, and Apple Pay have the Apple Pay. Oh, work.
1: that was great. Okay, it swiped and, and we you were didn't gone. Have to touch anything. Now I think everyone okay. behind me got free gas, uh, but. <laughs>
0: Left it on. I should probably check that.
1: <laughs> but for us, it worked great.
0: I have a new wrong. <laughs> we are completely broke because everybody just filled up on so,
1: our Apple Pay. Apple Pay, maybe, but if I still got to touch things 11 no. different times, you can go jump in a I lake. I
0: used Apple Pay yet. I did put it on my phone so I would have it handy, but um, actually, because I was picking up a sandwich, I ordered on the app, I paid on the app. They hand me a sandwich. And yeah. so, like, I actually never even had to go in the store or swipe or do anything. Because it's just... Aren't we finding new ways to do transactions? And I, I needed to go to the post office the other day. This is so free. It is not a wrong or a strong. This is just free story.
1: <laughs> it's just an ong.
0: Yeah. My grandmother <laughs> needs stamps because she um, sends a lot of cards and letters. Birthday That's part of what and, yeah. occupies her in her um, assisted living place right now. And so... I needed to go to the post office. Well, I walk up to the post office and there's a lot of cars in the parking lot. And I went out to little town in Albany too. I didn't even go downtown and I'm already leery about the post office. I feel like that's one of the worst places you could go, but the woman needed her stamps. So I love her. So I go, well, I'm carrying, um, my wipe, like my Clorox wipe in my hand so I can get the door open and everything. Um, and I have my debit card in my hand so I can just, I don't have to dig in my wallet or purse or whatever. There were six people in line and Two of them had masks on. They were spaced out, but this post office is too small for that. So I just walked out. I used my wipe, my Clorox wipe. I pulled the door open. I walked out, threw away the wipe, got to my car, sanitized my hands, drove home, went online, and ordered the stamps. And they are going to take a week. I gave her a book to make do for now. But, like, people are just going to find new ways of doing things. I mean, I, I may never go to the post office to buy stamps again. i just order them online. Right. There's going to be more of that, I think. Like, the sandwiches through the apps and stuff. Okay. Um, back to Wrong and Strong's. My wrong is very brief. It's short. Um, I go to sign up to do a Walmart pickup, and it's still five days out. Like, I looked today to schedule a Walmart pickup because there's a few things we needed. And, like, I'm like, two days is fine three days if we, you know, if I have to wait till Friday or Saturday morning, that's fine. But it was like Monday and today's Wednesday.
1: Now I do like the extended time because it's. I do. It is an open. It is grocery. They hold your grocery list for you. Every time you think of something, you just add it to the. And
0: it has worked every week. I've gotten about four or five days, and I make the list. You know, I'll I'll get the space, put my thirty dollars in there to hold my cart, and then we just add to it for the next couple of days. It's like Christmas. It is, but this time I really needed some stuff sooner than later, and I think that's oof part of that is not i'm not anti walmart i'm just against this is how the world still is right now and it's it's kind of hard it's it's hard when you just need something at the store i don't want to go to the store i want to wait and pick it up but i have to wait five days and we just we're just not used to that it's it's a different way of living uh my strong is that This should be like a drum roll. I would like a drum roll and trumpet shout and everything. My strong is that in this week, I figured out how to make my PJ's Granita. And I love (laughs) PJ's Granita. And I have tried probably 15 different ways and recipes and ice cubes and blenders and my ninja and my drinks and my coffee and different formulas. And I have finally come up with – I've had four, I think one every morning the last four mornings. And it is (laughs) So good. It makes my So when my you life... say
1: my ninja, you're not talking about me?
0: Nope. I'm talking about... Oh, <laughs> my mom got me a ninja for Christmas. <laughs> Here's the thing. My mom got me a ninja for Christmas because I was going to... We were going to put like kale and like beets.
1: You kept and like, saying that.
0: And like vegetables and like carrots and make like juices and smoothies. I But we try. We put fruit and we put some vanilla Greek yogurt in there and we were like going to drink it. And some chia seeds. Yeah. And some... Oh, flax seeds or something. I don't know. But I bought all the stuff and I was going to make it. And I made it once and it was way too sour for me. And you said it was fine. Ashley said it was fine. I didn't like it. I put the ninja away. That was like the first week of January. I put the ninja away. It has become my best friend in the last (laughs) two weeks because I use it to make these coffees. So thank you, Mom, for my Christmas present. I love it. There you
1: go. That's
0: it. All right. Y'all have a good week.
1: All right. Be good. We'll see you soon.